Welcome to another exciting podcast episode of The Decline and Fall of America. I am Charles Factor, your worldwide podcasting host, broadcasting live from the Holly Springs Studios in North Carolina. And I'm also broadcasting from the great misty beyond. Today we have a fascinating subject for discussion. We're going to be talking about the fact that marijuana and hallucinogens and alcohol use are all now at record historic highs in the United States. Now, maybe that doesn't surprise you, right? Doesn't really surprise me. I mean, if you've been living for the last few decades, you've seen what's going on. America has become the land of alcoholics and junkies and people that like to get high every day. Now, you may say, well, so what? Who cares? Well, there's a lot of things that happen from that. You may have noticed from my other podcasts, the death rates in the United States have skyrocketed. Overdoses in the United States have skyrocketed. All kinds of social problems like mental health, mental health poor mental health, have skyrocketed. All suicides have skyrocketed. I mean, you name it. And do you think some of this might be part, caused in part by the fact that marijuana and hallucinogens and alcohol are now at record high levels in the United States. You think that might have something to do with it? Or let's look at it another way. What, may, what is made better by the fact that people are becoming junkies and alcoholics and like to get high all the time? So finish this sentence. I like my surgeon better because he's a drunk. Or I like my surgeon better because he's now taking hallucinogens at work. Or I like my surgeon better because he gets high on pot in the morning and is high all day. Or how about this one? I like the, the person that's driving the giant farm tractors and the farm combines or the semi-trucks on the roads better, and they're safer because they get high every day. I like them better because they're, they're on hallucinogenic drugs all day, every day while they're driving. And I like the fact that they start drinking early in the morning and drink all day. It makes them safer on the road. Or how about the same for pilots? I like my pilot better because they're high all the time. Or are they firefighters? I like, I like my firefighters better because when they show up, they're drunk. Or how about this? What about factory workers? You know, I just got a dishwasher or refrigerator and damned if the thing isn't just so much better because everyone on the assembly line was high and drunk at work all day. Or how about your letter carrier who drives around your neighborhood all day? Oh, I like my postal worker even better because, uh, you know, they get the mail to the right address and the packages to the right address so much better now that they're stoned all day every day. What, how about teachers? I like my teachers better for my kids because they're high and drunk all day long. Okay, what profession? What, the people that make your food at Arby's? I like the people at Arby's even better in the food I get there because every time I go to take an order, the people on the grill are high as a kite and stoned and drunk. The person at the cash register is high and drunk and stoned. Why, the food is just so much better. They're so much more accurate when they're high or drunk or stoned. Exactly what is it? What is getting better in our society because people are high, drunk, and stoned all the time? What? Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have legalized marijuana. I'm not saying we shouldn't have legalized alcohol, but maybe this is getting a little bit out of hand, people. You notice the homelessness crisis in all the major cities? Have you noticed this? All the junkies and alcoholics that are just hanging out there, living in tent cities, collecting all the free food and free medical care while they inject themselves with opiates and fentanyl and alcohol. Is that, is that making our cities better? Kind of place you want to visit, walking by junkies and alcoholics passed out on the street? Is this, is this the kind of country you want to live in? Well, let's read the article. 
This is from the New York Post, and we'll talk about it afterwards. This article is from the New York Post newspaper. It's uh, one of the newspapers and longest continuous publication in the United States, and obviously it's from New York. And they tend to focus articles on statistics and research, which I like. This one was written by somebody named Mark Lalanila. It was published in mid-August of this year, so it is a brand new article. And after I read it, well, we can discuss it and ask yourself, is this a sign of the decline and fall of America? Quote, it's an all-time high for America. New research from the National Institute on Drug Abuse reveals that marijuana and hallucinogen use have now reached never-before-seen levels in the United States. And it's not just teenagers or young adults who are copping a buzz. Middle-aged adults between 35 and 50 are busting drug use records nationwide. Substance use is not limited to teens and young adults, and these data help us to understand how people use drugs across the lifespan, said Dr. Nora Valkow, the director of the National Institute on Drug Abuse, said in a news release. Quote, Americans are traveling a variety of pathways to altered states of consciousness, from pot to psychedelics like LSD, ecstasy, peyote, and mushrooms. But the good old-fashioned alcohol, and lots of it, remains a popular route as well, particularly among the middle-aged. Among this older group, binge drinking climbed to its highest levels yet, reaching 29% of middle-aged people during 2022, continuing its steady climb over the past several years. Meanwhile, overall rates of alcohol use, including daily drinking and binge drinking, have been on an overall downward trend for younger adults between 19 and 30 years old, the report reveals. The data came from the monitoring of the Future Panel Study, an annual survey of substance use behaviors and attitudes of U.S. adults aged 19 to 60 years old. Since 1975, the MTF study has conducted annual surveys of substance use among samples of 8th, 10th, and 12th graders. study then followed up on the participants after high school to track their drug use and into adulthood. The participants are followed every other year through the age of 30. Then every five years, and the oldest survey participants are now in their 60s. Overall, there's one undeniable fact that emerges from the studies. Americans love mind-altering substances and at increasing rates. For example, daily marijuana use among younger adults reached its highest level in 2022 at 11%, which was greater than five years ago, 8% in 2017, and 10 years ago when it was just 6% in 2012. Among middle-aged adult past year, marijuana use reached an all-time high in 2022 at 28%, more than double the rate of 10 years ago, 13% in 2012. Past year use of hallucinogens has also doubled in the older age group, reaching 4% in 2022 compared to only 2% in 2021. The survey also included the use of sedatives, cigarettes, non-medical use of opioids, and its database. These substances show a 10-year decline for both age groups. But the use of amphetamine shows an interesting divergence. While past year usage, your usage of amphetamines continued a steady 10-year drop among the 19 to 30-year-olds, there was a 10-year increase among the 35 to 50-year-olds. Quote, the value of the surveys, such as the MTF, is to show us the drug trends evolve over decades and across development from adolescence through adulthood. Megan Patrick, a research professor at the University of Michigan and a principal investigator of the MTF panel study, said in the news release, Quote, behaviors and public perception of the drug use can shift rapidly based on drug availability and other factors, Patrick noted. Quote, it's important to track this so public health professionals and communities can be prepared to respond. Understanding these trends is the first step, and it's crucial research continues to illuminate how substance use and related health impacts change over time, said Valco, 
of the National Institute on Drug Abuse. Well, there you go. So this information came from the National Institute on Drug Abuse and also from the University of Michigan. Now, you may like it, you may not. I guess that's kind of irrelevant, but you can't deny the fact that we're becoming a nation of drunks and junkies, right? People popping mushrooms, people getting high all day, people drinking themselves to death. Is this a good thing? You know, people say, oh, just legalize everything. Oh, make it available. Oh, don't prosecute the vice crimes. Oh, we shouldn't put drug dealers in jail. We shouldn't put drug users in jail. Well, if you've listened to my podcast, you know that less than 1% of drug and alcohol users ever go to rehab. And of those, it only works 5% of the time. So if 1% of junkies and alcoholics only ends up at rehab ever, and if 95% of those that do go to rehab fail at it, then when people say, don't put them in jail, just send them to rehab, they don't understand what's going on in the country. People are not going to rehab, and if they go to rehab, they don't pass it. On the other hand, when they sat in our jails or our prisons, they were detoxed. They had to come off the alcohol and the drugs. Now, you may say, yeah, but when they got out, they went right back to it. Well, no, these studies show that they didn't. I mean, the rates of drug use and alcohol abuse were half that just 10 years ago, according to these studies. So it's doubled in the last decade or two. And haven't you noticed that? Have you watched how people are driving on the road? How angry they are, how drunk, all over the road, swerving, how stoned they are? It's a mess. And if that's a mess, everything else has to be a mess. I, I'm, listen, I, I drink a little bit on occasion. I may or may not have been known to smoke a little pot. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I'm not against these substances in moderate use, in moderation, without driving or working while you're high on them or drunk on them. But what I'm trying to say is, is that's not what's going on. That's not what these studies are showing. People can't control this stuff. So I'm not saying we need to go to prohibition, but I do think we need to ratchet back the amount of this stuff that's out there and start to maybe set some moral constraints. You can't just use the legal system to enforce behavior. That doesn't work. You have to have some moral restraints. Now, I understand there's a lot of people out there that don't have any morals. Uh, Always has been, always will be, but some people do. So in my opinion, you know, maybe we need to bring the guardrails in a little bit closer. Maybe we need to restrict actions a little bit more. Maybe we need to put a little bit more care around the freely available use of drugs and alcohol in our country. Because otherwise, this will definitely lead to the decline and fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting from the new Holly Springs Studios in North Carolina, wishing you a great day.